it's Dr. Vicki Peterson. Welcome to podcast number six. Uh, I just did a podcast on keto confusion, so I thought I would balance it out and do one on carb confusion. There really is a lot of confusion in this area, so I wanted to uh, clear things up, which hopefully will not only help you in your understanding, but help you in your health, which is what it's all about for me. Uh, So here's some facts on carbs. They're good and they're bad. How can that be? (laughs) Well, basically, there are simple carbs, which is the sugar and the refined white flour, the, the processed things that you buy in the grocery store, the bread, the crackers, the cookies, etc., Those are the bad carbs. They're very refined. They're very, very far from their native state. And uh, they go into your bloodstream very, very quickly and do a lot of negative things. They they raise your blood sugar. They can be associated with diabetes long-term, cause you to crave more simple carbohydrates, cause you to crave more sugar, uh, associated with weight gain, most of the degenerative diseases, oh, let's not forget cancer. Cancer cells love sugar. So there's really nothing good to be said about simple carbs. Yet, on the other side of the coin, there's everything good to be said about complex carbs. So those are our fruits and vegetables, uh, beans, legumes. So, um, you know, before the Industrial Revolution, when grain mills came about and, and the processing of grains, uh, the carbohydrates weight were vegetables and fruits and starchy types of um, vegetables like sweet potatoes and certain roots and, and cooked beans, lentils, etc. A little bit of honey occasionally from a beehive if you were lucky enough to grab some. Um, but, but the sweet was, was very limited and mostly just in the form of fruit in late summer and early, for, uh, early fall. Uh, but the carbs that man ate, and he ate a lot of them, uh, and he ate a lot of healthy fiber, like over 100 grams a day of fiber. And if we can talk about bowel habits for a moment, he produced several large bowel movements man did, to attest to the fact that he was getting so much healthy fiber and we would all do better if we consumed a lot more fiber. Um, When white flour entered into the picture and refined sugar, suddenly man was more fat and inflamed and constipated and all he wanted to do was eat more of that white stuff because he was pretty addicted to it. And that's when carbs, you know, were given their bad name. But, you know, if we just said the word simple and refined versus uh, complex, we would have, you know, kind of taken some of the confusion out of it. But we just say carbs and everybody, you know, say carb, bad, four-letter four word. It's very bad. Um, but only, but only this, the simple ones are. So basically, we've got the simple carbs being very pro-inflammatory and really promoting uh, degenerative disease. And then what do those good carbs do? So let's talk about our gut for a moment and our gut bacteria, also known as our microbiome. And you might have heard that you have 10 times more gut bacteria than you have cells in your body. So it's estimated we have 100 trillion organisms in our gut as opposed to the 10 trillion cells in our body. And those gut bacteria, depending on what kind of shape they're in, actually dictate whether we're pro-inflammatory or anti-inflammatory. So since we know that a pro-inflammatory state is moving us toward the degenerative diseases of heart disease and diabetes and cancer, autoimmune disease and obesity, 
we really would love it if we were not pro-inflammatory and we have more more natural anti-inflammatories flowing through our, our bloodstream and body. So um, basically, the good carbs that help us get and stay in that anti-inflammatory state, uh, they love complex carbohydrates that are not easy to digest in the upper part of the digestive tract, but then they're metabolized and broken down low in, um, in the intestinal tract. So sometimes they're called resistant starches for that reason. And, and they are known to uh, keep our microbiome very healthy and happy and then just and keep us anti-inflammatory. Uh, healthy gut bacteria also aid in our ability to detoxify, which is very key. They also aid in our brain health. So um, healthy bacteria in the gut actually make something called um, BDNF. I know that's, um, well, we'll just break it down. (laughs) So it's talking BD, brain derived. So it comes from the brain. Uh, Neuro, which is the nervous system. Neurotrophic factor. So it's a factor that is derived from the brain um, that allows you to grow new brain cells, uh, retain the connectivity of your brain cells. So basically, um, an anti-aging factor for the brain, which is very protective of cognitive health, brain health, etc. So good bacteria in the gut help you make this BDNF. So that's where that gut brain connection um, is talked about because those uh, happy, healthy gut bacteria that love what? Fiber, (laughs) healthy carbohydrates and fiber. And they allow us to produce BDNF, which uh, helps our brain. Now there also is an association with unhealthy gut bacteria. And um, you know how to, so how, how, does what you eat uh, and how often you eat it determine what kind of bacteria you have? So that's very interesting. There's one area in particular we're, we're very clear about, and that is that people who eat a lot of eggs, uh, which is rich in choline and carnitine, uh, but this also includes people who eat a lot of meat and, and dairy products, literally um, produce a community of bacteria that does something. So it turns uh, a substance called TMA into TMAO. So you don't need to remember those names, but what does it mean? Uh, So TMA is a product that's produced when plants and animals decompose. Now, if you have this certain community of bacteria, you will turn the TMA into the TMAO. The problem with that is that is a toxic compound that it increases your risk of not just heart attacks, but heart failure, stroke, and kidney failure. So obviously TMAO um, is something we want to avoid. It, it also affects your brain negatively, I should add. So it, the TMA is produced because you're decomposing you know, what you ate, so that's normal. You just don't want that population that then turns it into the toxic TMAO. Okay, so how do you do that? They found, once again, people who eat a lot of eggs, including meat and dairy eaters, 
have that negative population of bacteria. Now, what if you're somebody who's predominantly plant-based, like my children, and you know, twice a month they eat an egg. They're traveling, it's easier. Apparently, that's fine because you literally, even though you ate that egg or you ate some meat, um, you don't possess the bacteria in your gut that are going to turn the TMA into the TMAO, right? Your body just won't do it because you don't have the population of bacteria that does that bad thing. And that's why we really push predominantly plant-based diet because you will have a whole different set of organisms in your gut as compared to a meat eater. So the happy gut bacteria aren't inflamed. They won't turn the TMA into the TMAO. Pretty cool, huh? So um, we did mention that gut bacteria when healthy uh, aid in detoxification. And we also talked about them making the BDNF, which protects you against cognitive decline. It just basically protects your brain. So protecting you against uh, Alzheimer's and memory loss. So um, those are very good things. Now, there's also something that you've probably heard about if you're in this field at all, which is you've heard about a leaky gut. It's a huge problem. It's caused by inflammation and it creates a lot of different health issues, including autoimmune disease, digestive problems, infections, degenerative disease. So it's, it's really an issue that we're, we in, in the area of functional medicine and root cause medicine uh, spend a lot of time trying to help our patients get past and, and heal up their leaky gut. So um, interestingly, having a healthy microbiome, healthy gut bacteria, uh, actually allows healthy bacteria to be in the right position along the lining of your gut to maintain its integrity. It's really, really interesting. So they're anti-inflammatory, they're in the correct location, uh, they protect your brain. I, I think we should keep them happy. What, what do you think? Um, there's just so much information about this and to say that we're on the cutting edge and, and on the tip of the iceberg of understanding the microbiome would be an understatement because again, 100 trillion organisms and boy, it's just really been in the last five years we've, we've uh, really started to delve into it. So um, it's, a, it's an exciting field and there's so much more that we're going to learn. Um, but let's summarize what we know about the gut bacteria. They need a lot of healthy fiber. So your nine servings of vegetables and fruit a day is really, really key. Um, beans and legumes, and I know we can do a whole nother podcast. I probably will on you know the quote unquote. Are there problems with beans and legumes? I don't feel that there are. You do have to cook them, um, but who's going to eat a raw bean? Nobody. Uh, so that's when the problems arise: is if beans and legumes are not cooked. But uh, when you get into the sort of anti-nutrient factor that's, that's talked about, but they're very rich in fiber. Now, sometimes people say, listen, I know broccoli's good for me. I know beans are good for me. I can't eat them. They tear up my gut. And I'm always very quick to point out that it's not the broccoli's fault. It's your gut's fault, meaning... Uh, the person has a very inflamed gut. They're not producing the enzymes. They've got inflammation and irritation. You know, these things need to be handled. And then 
I was about to say magically, it's not really magic, but, but what happens when we heal the gut, then all of a sudden they can tolerate these really healthy foods. So, um, you know, or somebody comes in and says, I can't eat anything raw. You know, I can't even have raw fruit. I can't eat a salad. It's like, sure, it's hard to digest in a good way hard, you know, because it acts as fiber. But right now your poor little gut is so inflamed, it just can't tolerate it. So that's fine. We'll get you over that and then we'll get you back to these healthy foods. So, uh, because we do want to keep that gut bacteria happy and they love healthy fiber. Uh, we don't want any refined carbohydrates or almost zero. We know certain populations of bacteria are created when you're eating a lot of animal protein, so we don't want to do that. And then, you know, if, if you're someone who knows your gut isn't in good shape and you really need some help, then that's why I'm here. So we have uh, our clinic is only here for one reason, which is to help you get healthier. So please reach out. Uh, let us know what you need. And even if you don't live local to us, we're in Saratoga, California, which is the heart of Silicon Valley. But if you're not here, that's fine too. We've been a destination clinic for many years and we treat people all over the country, a little bit internationally. That's more of a challenge, but um, definitely all over the U.S. And we're more than happy to help. So I hope this was informative. I hope you learned some things. Please let me know. Um, what other topics you want to hear about, please subscribe to the podcast, share it with others. Uh, the only way we're going to really get past these fads that Americans are so, are so keen on is to really just put out the truth about, about basic science and basic research and what's true about the human body. And so um, you know, fats are good, fats are bad, carbs are good, carbs are bad, protein is good, protein is bad. I'm not trying to be funny about it. It's just the truth. So we have to focus on what's actual and no fads. Um, and it's not all about, you know, how fast you can lose 20 pounds, but it's about, sure, we want you in an optimal weight, but we want you healthy. So if you like the idea of getting to the root cause of why your body's not functioning the way you want it to, reach out. I'm happy to do a consultation with you, and that's at no charge. The telephone number here at the clinic, give us a call, is 408, so 408-733-0400. You can also visit the website at rootcausemedical.com. Share this with your friends. Please subscribe, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.